if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, short reaction podcast as the NFL draft has wrapped up in 2020. Tremendous job by everyone at ESPN, ABC, NFL Network, all covering it. Uh, great job in particular. Trey Wingos did a great job hosting. Mel Kuyper Jr., uh, Daniel Jeremiah, Lewis Riddick, Michael Irvin was there for a couple of days, Kurt Warner, all of them, everyone. I, I Did I forget one? I, I don't think I forgot one. But, yeah, great job by all of them hosting, all that stuff. Uh, the Packers made six selections today. Uh, going into the day, you're looking at inside linebacker, potentially defensive tackle, uh, cornerback, receiver, offensive line. Uh, you got some of that. You didn't get all of it, but we'll see. A lot of uh, things to be happening in undrafted free agent territory. Uh, some good receivers out there that the Packers could target. But, of course, if, if this draft has taught us anything, we don't know what the hell the front office uh, thinks and what the, how they evaluate players compared to the mainstream media. I think the mainstream media perception of the Packers is completely so far like out of reality, I think. Um it's just ridiculous the way that, you know, the returns on draft grades are so quick. Draft grades, you just don't put too much stock into them. I mean, a lot of times they'll be right because, you know, a player like Joe Burrow, he's probably going to be a good pro, so that's a good grade there. You got to think about that. But, um, you know, don't put too much stock into draft grades. And at the end of this, I will grade the Packers draft on a number scale, or I'll grade every pick on an A through F scale and the overall draft. I'm just going to go off the top of my head when I do that at the end. But real quick, we're just going to recap. This will be about 5-10 minutes. We're going to recap what they did today. First up, fifth round, they took inside linebacker Kamal Martin out of Minnesota. This was a good pick, I think. I think he'll fit well. He uh, was a ball hawk. He had a couple of games where he had some really nice interceptions at Minnesota. Uh, he's a guy that you can plug in on the inside. I like that idea. Getting another inside linebacker, you lose Blake Martinez, who really wasn't worth paying, I think. I think the Packers made the correct choice by letting him walk to the New York football giants. They bring in Christian Kirksey, who, like I said yesterday, has some durability issues. Uh, he has in the NFL, at least. So bringing in a guy like Martin, he should be able to play well. Oren Burks is a question mark as well, so... I think he'll make the team. Sixth round, they went all offensive line here. First up, I love this pick, John Runyon Jr., offensive lineman, Michigan. I think the reason that he fell is because he's 6'4". That's pretty short for an offensive tackle in the NFL. So you slide him on the inside, he can play like a right guard. You don't really trust Billy Turner that much, I don't think. So he'll. I think he'll be a good NFL player. I think he'll be a solid pro for the Packers for years to come if he plays guard or tackle. An insurance guy, he'll be good, I think. Uh, his dad was a good offensive lineman in the National Football League as well. So I like the John Runyon Jr. pick a lot. Uh, I like this one too, Jake Hansen, the uh, Oregon center. I like this pick as well. Corey Lindsley is getting up there. I think he's, what, 29-30? I mean, offensive linemen, you don't know how long they're actually going to last. you got guys like Jason Peters who last forever, and then an absolute legendary, um, a freak, really, 
Joe Thomas. He didn't. He retired at what thirty two. So. You never really know. I think Jake Hansen will be a good, let's say Lindsley gets hurt or something, or Lindsley's struggling. Hansen's a good center. I think he could step in. And then uh, this guy's a bit of a question mark here. Offensive lineman Simon uh, Stepaniak, I think is how you say it. Ste- Stepanik. I don't know. Indiana. He's huge. Absolute freak when it comes to his um, size and, uh, you know, his bench press. I think he was second at the combine, 37 reps, I think. And that was a couple weeks removed from surgery, he said, when he had his uh, little media call with the uh, Packers writers. So, yeah, I think he could be a freak uh, on the outside. I assume he'd be a tackle in the NFL. You look at the makeup of the Packers' offensive line right now, Bakhtiari's an all-pro. Eldon Jenkins was absolutely tremendous at left guard last season. He'll be in his second year. You only expect him to get better. Corey Lindsley was a pro bowler a couple years ago, had an okay year last year. I think he'll still be steady enough to be at center in all 16 games if he uh, if his body allows him to do so. Uh, and then right guard and right tackle are question marks. I mean, right guard, Billy Turner was a pretty inconsistent there in that right guard spot. Like I said, maybe a John Runyon Jr. can slide into that right guard position if needed. Um, maybe even Hanson. I, I don't know how that really works, but maybe Hanson. Uh, and then right tackle, they lose Belaga to the Chargers. I also think it was a good move not to pay him, even though he was an absolute warrior in his years with the Packers. For some reason, he has me blocked on Twitter, although I'm pretty sure I've never interacted with him on Twitter because I looked back and didn't see anything unless there's something that I deleted, which I don't know. The Packers also have me blocked on Twitter, so what the hell do I know? Uh, right tackle is a question mark. They're bringing Rick Wagner from the Lions. He's a good veteran guy. I don't know if he's going to start every game there, uh, but maybe Stepanayak, if he makes the roster, could be there. Or you look at Billy Turner, slide him out at the right tackle position if you need to, and then have Runyon slide in on at the guard. I'd be very surprised if John Runyon actually plays at tackle for the Packers because he's 6'4", which, like I said, is short for a tackle. But who knows? We'll see. Uh, seventh round, they took Vernon Scott, a safety at a TCU. I don't really know anything about him, to be honest. Um, but I think the way that this defense is going to run further proves that I think they want to use three safeties a lot. Raven Green, if he's healthy, I really like him on the back end with Savage and Amos. So I don't know what's going to happen with Vernon Scott. And then uh, this is a good pick. The last pick of the draft, I think, uh, a good one. Edge defensive end Jonathan Garvin out of Miami. So he's a good player. I think Mel Kuyper said if he would have uh, – I think he said if if he would have um, – flashed and played better the game that he played against Notre Dame if he would have played like that all season or something he would have been a much higher like a third or fourth round guy so you know I think Garvin's good I think he could uh, easily make it get it if he gets a spot on the team maybe line him up as the fourth edge guy you got the Smiths and then you have Gary and then you have him Uh, I think he could be an impact player maybe on some level next season we'll see I think he's a good pick though uh, but going back to the sixth round, I think this further solidifies that this team wants to pound the freaking rock into teams um, badly, I would say. They want to run the ball. They have a lot of offensive linemen. I think the offensive line is going to be good. And I think this, I think TJ Lang tweeted this, former Packer offensive lineman, Super Bowl champ, not a big deal. Um, he said... This could make Rodgers more dangerous with the play action stuff that they're going to do. And the way that they should be able to run the ball should be effortless. Uh, I think they're trying to adopt, like I said yesterday, I think everyone thinks this as well, trying to kind of adopt, adapt into a uh, Shanahan offense with those principles, running the football, play action, all that stuff. That's just LaFleur wanting to do that more. And I think it could make Rodgers better. I really do. I don't know. They need a receiver, though. I'm surprised they didn't draft a receiver. Um, but after the first two days, going into today, I wasn't – I expected them to draft a receiver, but I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't today. 
But overall, I'm surprised I didn't get one in round two or three. But uh, there's some good undrafted free agent receivers that I think that they could look at. A Courtney Davis, a Lavert Hill out of Michigan, someone like that maybe. We'll see. But uh, all in all, let's go over the picks. The Jordan Love pick, I give a C+. Uh, it, it's just, I, I like Jordan Love. I think he's a good prospect. I think he could be a good pro. Um and by the way, I know I said draft grades are stupid. And don't put too much stock into them. This is just me randomly thinking. Don't put too much stock into what I have to say. I'm just brainstorming here, okay? So don't call me a hypocrite because technically I'm not. Because I just said that you don't have to. Whatever. What am I doing? Okay. So Jordan loves C-plus. I think he's a good prospect, good upside, great arm talent. Like Daniel Jeremiah said, though, he did a great job. Former NFL or former scout, I think. And he played at Appalachian State. Anyway, uh, he said... Decision making has to be better. That's the one thing. He's got all the talent in the world. Got to make better decisions. And I think sitting behind Rodgers for a few years could help. But where I don't understand it is Rodgers has four years left on his contract. You going to trade him after two? You going to wait four and then have Jordan Love play on his fifth year option, making twenty million dollars in his rookie starting season? I don't get it. All right, round two, AJ Dillon. I give that a B minus because I think that AJ Dillon. Could be a really good player in this scheme. A power back, uh, does a lot of things well. There is some flaws, obviously, uh, as there is with almost every single running back of all time. But uh, I think he'll be a nice back, especially in November, December at Lambeau Field. Third round, uh, Josiah DeGuara, H-back, tight end, D-. minus. I mean, this is a terrible pick. A lot of people mocked him as a potential undrafted free agent signing why the hell are you drafting him in the third round i'm never going to understand this pick i know what they're trying to do in terms of using him at fullback using him blocking all that stuff uh versatile that's the only really good thing that i like about him is his versatility but man i don't understand the pick uh fifth round kamal martin like the pick fits and fills a need i'll give that a b uh the offensive line picks in the sixth round john running jr a minus i think this is the best pick they made um, I really like him a lot. Uh, Jake Hansen, I will give a B. Um, Simon Stepaniak, I will give a B as well because I don't really – or B minus. I don't really know too much about him. Vernon Scott, I'm going to give a C because I don't understand the pick. And then Jonathan Garvin, I'll give a B plus. So some pretty good picks. I'd say overall I'll give him a C. Like a 20 – like a bottom 15 draft, I'd say. Bottom 12 draft for this team. I don't know. I just it's a weird draft. A lot of weird things done, but I think there's going to be some guys in this draft that that uh, work out, and I hope they do. But we'll see. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the draft podcasts. Tried my best not to say any vulgar cuss words in this one, and I didn't. I don't think I almost did when I was talking about the round three pick. But I digress. Um, so yeah, I don't know what I'm going to be doing next week on the pod. Maybe do a, an overall draft recap, talk about some things. I'm not a draft expert. I don't ever pretend to be that. Maybe I'll get a guest on and have them talk about the draft. Maybe we'll do that at some point. But uh, yeah, take it one day at a time, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed the draft. Michael Jordan documentary, or the Chicago Bulls Last Dance documentary. Tomorrow I will watch. Thought about doing a review on that. Maybe I'll do one at the very end. I don't know. I already missed out on the first week uh, in terms of reviewing it, so what's the point? But uh, yeah, see you next week on the pod. Thank you for listening. Make sure to rate, like, subscribe, and I'll see you next time.